Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, everybody, praise the Lord. And welcome to the second episode of Spiritual Solution, the podcast that discusses the uniqueness and the shortcomings of the African-American community and attempts to form a mind meld of thoughts and ideas from the secular to the spiritual, from hip-hop to the church, that will unify, uplift, and create a better life for our community. So sit back, relax, enjoy the music, and we'll be right back with our second episode and topic. Okay, we're back with our second episode of Spiritual Solutions, Economic Self-Sufficiency in the Black Community. In 2015, the Nielsen Company released a report that estimated the buying power of the African American community was approximately $1.1 trillion, equal to the 16th largest country in the world. That same year, a NAACP economic specialist came out with a report that said, in the Asian community, the dollar circulates for a month. In the Jewish community, the dollar circulates for 20 days. In the white community, the dollar circulates for 17 days. In the black community, the dollar only circulates for six hours. Also, there are two million black businesses in America, but only 107,000 have more than one employee. That means 98% of our businesses are solo businesses. Also, we are 13% of the population and we control only 7% of America's businesses. If we were at the full 13%, we would have almost a 0% prison population. Additionally, according to the Wall Street Journal, the Small Business Administration was initially started to help African Americans start more businesses. But in the last 10 years, Asians have secured 64% of the Small Business Administration contracts, while Black Americans have only secured 18% of those contracts. As a race, we must recognize our lack of business skills and our lack of desire to compete and produce our own products and services. Like Nipsey Hussle, we must have an epiphany and dream bigger. Like Kobe Bryant, we must surpass our limits and show the world our greatness. It is our responsibility to build a network of businesses and products in our community that will make us autonomous, independent, and prosperous. We must empower our communities with the desire to control our fate and destiny. We must remember in the game of life we have no permanent friends, just permanent interests. Okay, so what must be done? And how do we begin to fix our situation? In the art of war, the master warrior Sun Tzu said to defeat your enemy, you must defeat his strategy. In other words, if your enemy's strategy is to miseducate your community, then you must find ways to build schools and educate yourself and your community. If your enemy's strategy is to flood your community with drugs, then you must counter his strategy with a moral and spiritual lifestyle, foregoing drugs and staying out of their prisons. If your enemy's strategy is to defile your culture and music, then you must create a strong culture and music that uplifts your people. If your enemy's strategy is to withhold capital from your community, then your community must boycott their goods and services and use the capital saved to build up their community. As a race, we must come to the conclusion that we are engaged in economic warfare for the survival of our community. 
And with the coming of 5G AI and the new automation economy in 5 to 10 years, there is no time to waste building businesses and creating jobs for ourselves. We must come to the conclusion that no race can give away their money and wealth at the rate black people are doing and think they can survive going into a new economy where there will be fewer jobs and less opportunities. So here are 10 strategies for creating self-sufficiency in our community. Number one, we must recognize economics as a team sport and unite together in solidarity as a race and compete for our fair share of earthly wealth. What is solidarity? It is the emotional recognition that we have a common enemy that can only be defeated through group participation. Number two, we must learn to practice group economics, the pooling of our resources to achieve an economic goal. If any entity in our community should be prepared for this, it should be the black church because the tithing systems is based on group economics. And since the black church has collected a half trillion dollars in the last 45 years from our community and $17 billion annually, then we need the church to start setting the example by developing community stores and businesses that will recycle our dollars back into our hands. Number three, we must pool our money and resources together to purchase property and to invest in business enterprises that will contribute to the wealth and self-sufficiency of our community. Number four, we must construct a code of conduct for our community. We can no longer tolerate bad behavior that stereotypes our community. It's time to cancel cards. If certain people want to be useful idiots for our enemies, then they can no longer participate in the building of the new black race. Number five, we must gain control or purchase as many life-sustaining businesses in our communities as soon as possible such as supermarkets, food stores, pharmacies, laundromats, cleaners, dollar stores, etc. We need these stores because we give away too many dollars every day to other groups, and at the end of the day, they take all that money out of our community, and it never benefits us in any way. Number six, we must collaborate with other churches and denominations who already have established businesses in our community. We must not let theological differences get in the way of our economic survival. Number seven, we must transition from neighborhoods slash hoods to a functional community geared towards extreme competitiveness, self-interest, cohesiveness, and group economics. A functional community is defined as a community that cares for the collective interests of the people of that community something we have not had since the 50s and 60s. Number eight, we need to appeal to our young artists and athletes to stop their conspicuous consumption and give them guidance on how to invest in business ownership in their communities. Like Nipsey Hussle, they can become wealth creators for their family, friends, and community. Number nine, we must use the lives and stories of Nipsey Hussle and Kobe Bryant as role models, business models, and high achievers to keep our youth motivated and inspired to become community-minded investors. And finally, we must produce an empowerment culture. We must deconstruct our culture 
and reconstructed on a more intelligent way of life that will produce a culture of high achievers. More specifically, intelligent learning must become our way of life. Our new culture must promote cohesiveness and trust that binds us together through shared values such as group loyalty, racial pride, and mutual respect. Those are our 10 strategies for this week. In our next episode, we will bring you 10 more. Until that time, God bless.